You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live booking podcast hosted by us. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is Mikey. In order to beat the man, you have to beat the man, Freddy. You most definitely use that one. Yeah, I feel like I did that last week, and I can't quite remember. And I'm not going to Google it because I'm a heel, and that's what heels do. They don't use Google. We use Jeeves. You most definitely use that one. It might be time to dive back into the bank and try to get some other ones. We use Dogpile. Did we? Anyone remember Dogpile? Mm-mm. I, if, I, if I remember it correctly, I think it's Dogpile. Yeah, the Dogpile. Everyone remember Dogpile? Tweet at us if you remember Dogpile. <laughs> Um, how's it going, Mikey? It's going pretty good. I'm pretty good, excited good. to get booking. Yes, we're back for another episode of SmackDown Live. If you're new with us, if you're new and joining, uh, we are Hit the Book. Weird episode to start on, but hey. Yeah, weird time to <laughs> be alive, um, but a weird time to start evermore. That wasn't a sentence. You tried. I'll be honest. I, we're podcast hosts, so Hit the Books is hosted by two people that aren't allowed to use sentences in a good way uh, as that was an example right there um so thank you all for joining we uh, uh book and write full episodes of smackdown live every week uh for infinite as for example today today is our for go infinity. home show for backlash our go home show for backlash it's a big show everybody strap in we're getting ready for our pay-per-view Yes, we got the pay-per-view around the corner this Sunday. So get your tickets today. Even this though it's Sunday, free Sunday, for, Sunday. It's free if you just subscribe. So I guess subscribing is free for, your tickets. Free for new subscribers. Yes, it's free for new subscribers, this <laughs> this upcoming pay-per-view. So if you're a new subscriber, please subscribe today because it's free for you. God, Mike, you, you get your first month. sentence is good. You get your first month and every month free. Yeah, it's way better than WWE Network. Yeah. So this week, Mikey, well, real quick, I want to talk about pre-show, Mikey. Okay, what do you got on the pre-show? What are your thoughts on this new, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's, everyone's talking about it? This new, yeah, is it the new talking, hotness? Everyone's gabbing. We're late to the parade, but we bought our tickets, so we're going to talk about it. This wild card rule. It's, 
I haven't I haven't really been able to watch uh, wrestling recently, so I need kind of be I need to be kind of caught up on what the wild card rule is, because like I don't know like the exact I guess ruling of it. That's a great question because I don't think anyone really knows what's happening with it. To All my right. understanding, it's it the wild card rule is that uh, whenever they or the general. I guess Vince McMahon, the McMahon family want, they can move, let's for example, three or more SmackDown superstars to Raw and vice versa. Like, just forever? Until they stop or the brand or the brand split ends. Sounds dumb. So if you remember the Raw Super Show back in the day, why even bother having a roster at that point? Just just or, be or like, two yeah, brands. Just be like, yeah, yeah, right. Just be like, we're all WWE. Go fight. Like at that point, just like, why bother having two brands? Just have two nights of shows. You know. Yes, it's widely believed that the reason for this wild card ruling was a last ditch effort by the McMahon family to get some better ratings. Um, I'm going to assume, I'm not entirely positive, that they have some sort of, like, they cannot be below, uh, like, almost like a rating floor. Like, they can't be be below a certain rating, or Fox may drop out of their TV deal uh, for October. Uh, or maybe, you know, I, I have to assume if that's in place, if, if the Man family is so worried about ratings. Um, yeah, it's not great full stop i guess so it looks like they're doing everything to improve ratings except improving the writing well it's hard to write now when now you have like it's okay let's take it again. exactly no i'm saying they're just making it harder to write storylines which is the reason nobody watched in the first place so they're just putting in all these new all this new stupid stuff to make writing harder which is gonna make it worse which is gonna drop ratings Yes, imagine, so we obviously book SmackDown Live Just every week for our own show. put a little to your storylines, and you, you, boom, bing, bang, boom, there go there your ratings, right through the roof, there they go. So, Mikey, we obviously book our own version of SmackDown Live, and have been for, for a while now. Since the uh, summer. Uh, yes, that's correct. S- imagine if we were suddenly able to have, you know, five Raw superstars, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the bigger names, you know, maybe like, in, maybe like the U.S. champ, like so we can bring, you know, Samoa Joe over or AJ Styles back over or Seth Rollins back over. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if we were able to bring those people back over. But by doing so, we may have to continue the story from Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. and whatever feud they're in. So have less TV time for the rest of your roster and the rest of your stories? Yeah, exactly. Like, like you're just giving somebody twice the TV time and cutting somebody else's. And hoping that that gives you a rating boost. Yeah, like, that just that just seems bad. Yeah, um... I don't think we're being, like, super critical. I think we're analyzing it pretty accurately. It's... It, it, it's not good because it's not gonna. It, it's a short term. It's a band aid. Exactly. It's gonna. What it's gonna do is make all the people that they keep putting on both shows stale. Mm-hmm. Oh, which good is point. what. That's what I feel like. I feel like the people that they keep putting on both shows, like Kofi, like Roman, like Daniel Bryan, I guess, like those people, 
and Miz, I guess Miz and Shane too. Uh, if they just keep showing up on Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown every single week, I'm just gonna get old very fast. Do you think on the lead? That's a great question, and I'll ask you this as a follow up. Do you think that uh, Becky Lynch being on both shows um, leading up to WrestleMania, and same thing with Flair, I guess, uh, and I guess partly post WrestleMania, do you think Becky Lynch has gotten stale? Um, I think her being on both shows is like one of the only ones that kind of makes sense because she has both titles. Mm-hmm. But what about the lead up towards WrestleMania? It dulls it definitely because now now she has to build two storylines, mm-hmm. and it's not it doesn't build to as much of a good match as it would if it was just one on one. Like think about how much better this feud would be if it was just Becky versus Lacey Evans and that's it. Well, you know, instead yeah. of them pushing this like Becky's defending two titles in one night and under and undercutting both matches. Yeah, I th- and I think it gives it a potential for like Lacey actually winning, which is my prediction. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was that now I think about it, it's like what's different between Becky now versus that versus these other superstars and stuff um, is that Becky has two different storylines happening to her. She has the Lacey Evans and then she has the Charlotte Flair on SmackDown. So by her going across both brands, it's fine because she has two different stories. As yeah. long as you write the man character correctly, then it's fine. Yeah. Uh, whereas by bringing AJ Styles back over and then competing in a, and having him and Sami Zayn competing in a SmackDown Live WWE Championship match, uh, it's like now he's involved with another thing and it's not natural. It's just sort of like forced where Becky is more natural. She won both titles. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think Becky is kind of an exception to the to this because like it makes sense for her to be in both places at once because she needs to be. Uh, but everybody else, yeah, it's like like you said, like with AJ and Sami Zayn, it was weird. Like a lot of stuff just feels like it doesn't need to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long do you think this is going to last, Mikey? Hopefully uh, not very. Do you think it's going to? I mean, if it worked, you know, I, I believe I I, I got to look into. I'm gonna do some quick research. But if I if I remember correctly. Um, the Raw and SmackDown live rating did go up a little bit. I mean, you know why that is? Why is that? For Raw, at least, Firefly Fun. Firefly Fun. I cannot say Firefly. Bray Wyatt. Firefly Fun House. I think that's what's making the rating. That's what's. That's the only reason I try to tune into Raw as much as I can. I want to see what the hell Bray Wyatt's going to do next. And when I miss Raw, the only thing I really care about is what did Bray Wyatt do? How was Firefly Funhouse? Fuck. How was Firefly Funhouse? Oh, my God. I really can't say Oh, my God. This is upsetting to listen to. How was Firefly Funhouse this week? That's all I really care about. Like, I go right to the WWE YouTube, watch that one video, and then forget it exists. (laughs) So... Uh, doing some research, both Raw and SmackDown ratings did go up a little bit, but not by like a significant number. You know, very small. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last week was one point five, or two weeks ago at this point, one point five six, uh, and the week 
and last week was a 1.63. So they went up by like 0. 0.0 whatever. Gotcha. Million viewers, you know, whatever, whatever that number, that rating number is listed as. So it helped a little bit and helped, you know, an amount. Whether or not it helps again two weeks in a row is a huge uh, talking point. Is to be seen. Yeah. Um, TBD. Is, if it helps two weeks in a row, then it's like, then you have something. If it fails to do something again, it's like, okay, well, you really screwed up, Vince. Yeah. got to do a whole other really, thing then. You really did it this time, Vince. Do you think this is the, uh, we're on the march to the end of the brand split? Um, I, it kind of looks like it. Um, it kind of looks like they're want it, they're going to want it to be one show again. Uh, because of how mixed up things are getting anyway. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Which is a bold move, especially since, you know, uh, a brand split, um, or the end of a brand split before you have your shows on two different competing networks. That's a bold move. If that's... Very. You know what's going to happen? I would imagine Fox would like to have its own wrestlers and Raw and USA Network would like to have its own. Um, that's a bold move. I wouldn't be surprised, Mikey, if we get the brand split over in like two months from now. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say July. Let's say the brand split ends in July or even June. Okay. Then, or even maybe let's say before SummerSlam, brand split is over. Um, then when October rolls around and Fox Network has its own TV show on SmackDown Live, uh, we get a second draft. Interesting, like another go, superstar shakeup. Almost get, not a superstar shakeup, a draft. We start over, start clean. Interesting. I like it. That way to boost, because the draft, however many years ago, three or four years ago, was a huge ratings boost, and also a huge, uh, it was really exciting. It was a really exciting time to watch. Um, I think, you know, it could be done well. I, I think it's a draft that you should include NXT on and me- bring people over back down to Florida, um, because you have you have an overinflated roster right now. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. A lot of things are going to happen. And I think, you know, if you redo a draft that may, you know, get you back to excitement, it would keep everything separate. And, you know, maybe nice. We're all screwed up. So let's just re- reignite a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it is going to be interesting, Mikey. It's going to be interesting moving forward, to say the least. Uh, it does feel like the brand split is maybe drawing to a close. So I guess let's see what happens. Uh, with that definitely. being said, though, Mikey, we have our, we our shows are split. Hit the books universe, Raw and SmackDown are completely separate. Mm-hmm. So we've got that going great for us. <laughs> so let us talk about the booking scores of last week's episode, voted on by you, the audience members on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod every Monday and Wednesday. You can vote in these polls. So Mikey, I want to give you. From number 10 to number 1 are booking scores. Okay. Do you have any guess of what number 1 is? Of what number 1 is? Hmm. Yes. Like the highest... The highest rated segment. Hmm. 
voted on by our listeners. I think it's Daniel Bryan turning heel. Okay, let's see if that holds true. Uh, let's start off at number 10. We had the backstage segment between GM Page, Pete Dunne, Apollo Crews, and Carmella, where uh, um, GM Page told Pete Dunne that, you know, he did, although he did lose in a cheaty fashion, or he, yeah, Zelina Vega got involved and he did lose in a cheat fashion. Uh, it was a loss, and she has to honor that as much as she doesn't like to. Um, instead, she's giving a icy title opportunity to Apollo Cruz and Carmella against Rusev. Whoever wins Apollo Cruz or Rusev becomes number one contender for the Intercontinental title and has a match at Backlash. Uh, that got our lowest score of a 2.4 out of 4. Okay, okay. That's a little rough because I was excited for that, but it's okay. We'll bring it back. 2.4, though, is not too bad. No, not at all. It's not great, but it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to number nine is the promo between Charlotte Flair and Naomi. Uh, in this promo, Charlotte Flair was about to speak, but Naomi interrupts her and in saying that Charlotte Flair is a shadow of her former self and that Naomi is here to bring the glow back to the world women's division. Charlotte Flair says it doesn't matter because the difference between the two of them is that Charlotte Flair is a champion. Well, Naomi is nothing. Uh, and obviously holds her own title. Naomi responds saying not for long and challenges Charlotte Flair to a women's title match at Backlash, which Charlotte Flair accepts. This got a 2.5 out of 4. Nice. Okay. Could have been higher, but uh, I think it's good for what it is. Moving right along, uh, there is no number 8 because we have a tie at number 7. A tie? A tie, uh, a bow tie. In fact, it's it's plaid, fancy, it orange and red in it. Fancy. Uh, it 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 was a already made tie, so you don't have to use your big old hands to tie it up for yourself. But uh, so what do you what, 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 right what do you got against my hands? Uh, it's not my hands. I mean, it's not, I don't have big hands. I have I have small I have small hands. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, tied at number seven are, in fact, both of the tag team tournament semifinal matches of the Ascension defeating the Usos and the New Day defeating Authors of Pain. Both of those matches got a 2.6 out of 4. Okay, okay. Not bad. Not bad. I, I hoped for more out of them. Yeah, me too. But Being the I, head in the tag team division at all. That's Yeah, that's fair. I, I hope for more, but, you know, we get what we get. Um, moving right along, moving and grooving right along over to the formation of Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, the genetic goddesses formation of their new tag team, uh, and their, uh, rivalry starting against the Iconics with the Iconics turning face here, uh, and saying that everybody is iconic and that they are here to get their dream. Finally, after all these years, have their dream realized by becoming the women's tag team champions of WWE. GM Page announcing next week, which is going to be this episode, a number one contenders match, Genetic Goddesses versus the Iconics to face the Empresses of the Night at Backlash. This match got a 2.65 at a 4. Okay, all right. Not too shabby, not too shabby. Ooh. Um, so moving right along, where is number five? There it is. It is Ricochet versus Rey Mysterio. Or actually, in fact, Ricochet defeats Rey Mysterio in this outing. 
following the match, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet get in sort of an argument at the top of the ramp. This got a 2.82 out of 4. Okay. All right. That seems like a good a good number for this for this match. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I like the potential that's brewing here. Um, next up at number four is the opening promo of Finn Balor, the WWE champion, making his return to SmackDown Live, admitting that he did barely walk away at WrestleMania 35 as the Demon, but he did keep his WWE championship, so he wants a new challenger since he, in fact, beat Drew McIntyre. McIntyre comes out saying that he has not yet finished with Finn Balor, with the Demon. In fact, he wants the WWE championship, and he wants the Demon's head on a pike. Finn Balor... Uh, obviously sort of scared by that, I guess. Uh, but wanting to be a fighting champion puts his money where his mouth is, and they both agree on this stipulation at Backlash. If Balor wins, Drew McIntyre can no longer challenge for the WWE Championship. But if Finn Balor loses, if Drew McIntyre is able to hunt down the Demon, then the Demon is dead forever. Finn Balor will never be able to be the Demon again. That got that promo, that opening promo got a two point eight six out of four. Whoa. Big numbers. Yes, I enjoy that. I enjoy that opening promo. I enjoy that stipulation. I, I was talking to someone recently. I really like that stipulation we've added to that matchup, Mikey. Yeah, me too. Um, let's look at number three, that which was the actual IC Intercontinental, Intercontinental number one contender match of Rusev versus Apollo Crews, um, where in the match the referee gets knocked out and Pete Dunne makes his way to the ring. Bitter end both Rusev and Apollo Crews. Carmella rolls Apollo Crews onto Rusev. Referee counts to three, and Crews wins um, unknowingly, I guess. He wins and is now going on to face uh andrade at backlash this match got a 3.01 out of four okay nice nice not too bad quite the leg up from the number 10 position of the gm page backstage segment into a 3.01 of the actual matchup yeah that's awesome and there's a lot of storyline potential there with why is done being involved why did you know, he, he hit the bitter end on both competitors, so maybe he's off to prove something. Who knows? At number two, we got the backstage segment between The Miz and Braun Strowman. Uh, the two of them, The Miz, is trying to recruit Braun Strowman again, making another effort again at getting Braun Strowman to be his protege. Braun Strowman, of course, denies The Miz at this juncture. But The Miz is saying that, look, I uh, won the match last week. I've won several championships, tag team championships, world titles, singles titles, where you have won nothing. You may be able to crush people in your hands, but you have never been able to hold a title in those hands. Now, can you, Braun? Braun still denies him. uh, In fact, showers him in water. Uh, This got a 3.4 out of 4. Okay. All right. Uh, it's, it's right in the, right in the middle of the three slot. Right in the middle of the three slot. It sounds like you expected a better number here, Mikey. I did a little bit. I don't really know what number I expected, but I thought it was going to be a little bit higher. A little bit higher than a 3.4. Mikey has high expectations. Hey man, you got, somebody's got it, right? I guess that's fair. And in the number one spot, Mikey, you were correct in your prediction. 
Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan ends in a disqualification with Roman Reigns' pick of the victory after Daniel Bryan hit Roman Reigns with the timekeeper's bell. Then after repeated kicks to the throat and the neck and the whatever and knees and all this stuff, Daniel Bryan is officially turned heel on Roman Reigns. This got the perfect number, Mikey, four out of four. Yeah, there we go. Yes, so congrats to Dan Bryan and congrats to Roman Reigns pulling out the four on the booking meter, the rarely seen four. Um, So congrats to the two of them. Hell yeah, definitely. So yes, that is all that happened last week on Hit the Books. If you want to go listen to the even more detailed version of what happened last week, go and download last week's episode. Go take a listen, and we'll be here waiting for you on your return. Mikey, it is now time well, it is now time to book it. So I guess I have one question for you, Mikey. What's that question, Ryan? I my question, Mikey, is how 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 you good? How you how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm uh, ready to book. You think you're ready to book? Oh, I mean, are you? Are you ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready. No, Mikey. I asked, are you ready? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender. Oh, let's get ready to book it. Every single time I do that, I pause my microphone to cough and explode my vocal cords. That hurts so bad. How are your vocal cords so good after you do that? I don't know, man. I guess I've been talking to people all day. <laughs> You're just going to talk into vocal cords, my dude. Yeah, I, I like to talk. I'm a talker. <laughs> I like to I talk. talk. That's why I talk publicly on this podcast for people to listen. I like to talk. Mikey Manfredi, 2019. I do. I talk a lot. Well, you know, then why you know don't you me. talk to me about what's happening on this week's episode of Hit the Books, the go-home show before Backlash? Uh, many things are happening on this show. Yeah, how do you uh, like that transition, my dude? I love it. I love it, Maggle. Um, Mikey, I got a question for you. Besi- well, what's... I guess I have many questions for you. <laughs> I guess I have another one. Uh, I, we both feel like we both know what we're, we're opening this show with. Yeah. It's fairly obvious. We got to open of D-Bry. I agree. I agree. A good old uh, explain. Daniel Bryan explains his actions. Yes. Now I'm pulling up a previous text message I sent to you on April 29th at mm-hmm. one point. Well, at one point, one sixteen p.m. I texted you at a one pitch. point one six p.m. Yes, exactly that time and time space. Okay. Uh, I gave you a pitch about reasoning for Daniel Bryan's heel turn. Yes. Uh, and I guess we're going to find ways to explain that better in this show opener promo by Daniel Bryan, who is going to be opening up SmackDown Live. Yes, we definitely should. Uh, would you like to? Would you like to say what it is since it's your pitch? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, it only makes sense. So I texted you April 29th. I said, "Pitch: Bryan turns heel on Roman because he hates the fact that he was cleared so quickly while he had to agonize for years." over his neck and brain injury, not being allowed to do what he loved, where Roman got to be healed and right back into the thick of things, what, in like six months? Yeah, within within months. Within months. So Daniel Bryan hates Roman Reigns because that he was able to 
have his cancer show back up and then immediately have it go away and immediately come back into wrestling while he had to he knew that he was fine but no one in WWE will let him wrestle again mm-hmm. which is not fair for Daniel Bryan it's fickle 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 uh, <laughs> so Daniel Bryan opens up Smackdown Live mm-hmm. um, to a fickle audience yep very fickle audience so what is he saying? What, what, how does he open up SmackDown Live here? It's almost like a uh, straight-up promo from his when he first turned heel and has to explain his actions. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like just Daniel Bryan's music hitting to open the show, which I'm assuming will hit. he will come into a bunch of booze. And, and a mixture um, of cheers. Yeah. And because then he, he stand- did it on Roman or something. Out of all people, yeah. Uh, then he stands in the ring, goes to put the mic to his mouth, stops, does it again, stops. And, and, then, and then he finally says what? He says that he has done so much for this company. He has done this, so much for this company. But this company has done nothing for him. Okay. All right. There it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold all right. On. All right. The ball's starting to roll. The bar, the bar is starting to go. The, yep. We don't make. We don't set the bar. We are the bar. <laughs> I, I had nothing there. That's not a joke. Please cut that out. <laughs> um. I just uh, said a catchphrase. I just said a catch. I just said a catchphrase. Uh, he says that uh, that he has done so much for this company yet. The company has done nothing for him. He was the top guy. Mm-hmm. He was he, the top he guy. Was, he, he was the true top guy for years. Yeah. Yet WWE would never allow him to reach his true potential. All right. All right. And when he, when he was forced to retire by WWE's doctors, he... He was he was not allowed he was his his dream of wrestling was forced to die by WWE as well. WWE almost killed his almost killed his dream and stopped him from doing what he, and and they stopped him from doing what he loved for years. I had to agonize be I had to be I had to just just agonize I had to, I had to under he, I had to undergo years of physical rehabilitation and agonizing pain just to get back in this ring. I would go to doctors and they would tell me I was fine. But when I went to WWE's official doctors, they said I couldn't wrestle anymore. When I had a laundry list of doctors saying I was fine, I was cleared. WWE wouldn't let me back. But then as soon, but yet, yeah, yet as soon as Roman gets cleared to wrestle by his doctors, WWE puts him on in the snap of a finger. He gets he gets the shield matches. He gets the he gets I don't know if he had shield matches any in our universe. He gets the <laughs> shield matches. He gets the WrestleMania matches. He had a singles match at WrestleMania following his immediately where I had to sit back and be some sort of lumberjack. Mm-hmm. At WrestleMania, even okay. on my even on my return, I wasn't treated like the star I am. All right, my dream of wrestling had to take the back seat 
for Roman to get to get the shooting star up to the big time. I like it. Roman Reigns is nothing but a um, a generational um, uh, uh, ex. He's he's nothing but a ex football star trying to make a buck, just like Goldberg was, just like Brock was. The three of them are just just nothing. They aren't professional wrestlers. They're wow, sports D- entertainers. D- Deep Rise going off, huh? They're sports entertainers. They aren't professional wrestlers. I can destroy them. In like I could destroy them in more ways than you can count. I can I can have each and every one of them submit to my label lock in a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. Yet all three of them are treated like superstars. Why am treated like a nothing has been wrestler that was forced to retire by WWE? I like it. Now he has to make a now he has to make some sort of statement saying like this is what I'm going to do. What is he gonna do? Is he gonna take out Roman Reigns? Put him on the shelf for good this time. I am going to And at we have them scheduled for backlash, right? Uh not officially, but we can. We can. I I would not be surprised if we do. Would you want to make that match? I guess I guess you could say so. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm going to do without WWE's approval. I am going to face Roman Reigns at Backlash. Mm-hmm. I will defeat Roman Reigns at Backlash. And prove to you all that he's nothing but a sports entertainer. I don't know. Yeah. I am then going to win the WWE Championship. Oh, Okay. From Finn Balor, that's that's. This, remember this is the Miz TV segment. This is where the start of the thing. Okay. Is that Daniel Bryan thinks he deserves WWE title more than Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. I'm going to then win the WWE Championship and hold it on, hold it longer than Bruno San Martino, and hold it longer than anyone ever has before. How's that as a promo? long but effective <laughs> long but good <laughs> uh i'm not i didn't write down a single word i'm just gonna listen to what i what we both said back later to write it all down but i felt that was a pretty solid promo yeah i agree uh is roman coming out in any capacity uh i f- want to say no yeah, I think we kind of just let Daniel Bryan go off. Yeah, just not necessarily give him a hot mic, but definitely get him to air some of his dirty laundry, air some of his grievances. Yes. I love it. I think that's the perfect show opener. I like it too. Perfect. And we get a match out of it. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. No stipulation on this, correct? Yeah, I think it's just straight up match. Straight up match. Okay, Mikey. Then, uh, if that's the case, then, uh, we did our show opener, uh, right before we go to our commercial break, Mikey, let's talk about the tag team division. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so we got the finals today. 
We got the finals, bro. We got the finals today. The New Day versus the Ascension. Very good finals. Very good, my dude. I'm still having trouble deciding whether I want Ascension versus Revival or New Day versus Revival. Yes, keep in mind, the winner of this will be the new number one contender and will be facing the Revival at Backlash for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Mikey, is, is this the only thing that you're doing in the tag team division right now in this episode? Um, well, I have plans for after the okay, match. Okay, okay. Then I guess we'll start with this match then. So who's um, winning? Who's winning, my dude? So I believe that I think New Day wins. New Day rocks? I think New because I don't know if I want heel versus heel at backlash fair that's fair okay however however i think ascension does go down fighting okay uh like it's an amazing match they put on a good show and they barely like they barely lose you know okay new day barely pick up the victory against the ascension copy that Mm mm-hmm and then after they win, here's what I think happens. Oh boy. Strap in, folks. I think that uh Sanity stands on the outside of the ring. Whoa, okay. And, and is and it like after they uh, not sanity, I'm sorry. Uh, Asc- uh Ascension. Okay. Sanity, after they get beat, they roll out and they stand on the outside of the ring. And then Sanity comes in and stands on another side of the ring. On the opposite side of the ascension, on the op on no maybe like they walk and they go toward like the, like where you know like think of if the camera's looking straight at the ring like in the back. Okay, you know what I'm talking about like by the barricade. Yes. Okay, not like the closest side. Okay. And then, AO. Well, who did I say just come in sanity? Yes. Okay, and then AOP come in, stand on the that other end. And like, then Bar comes in and stands on the ramp, holy. and they're all and they're all just surrounding the new day. Oh my god! What? All of like the heel, all of like the heel tag teams just start surrounding the new day. Okay. And they start like getting up on the getting up on the ring. I I, I want this to lead to just like a big like tag team brawl. Okay. Like I was, I don't know. I was gonna have. I don't know. Maybe this is too much. Well, give give, give us the pitch. You can't eject now. Well, I was going to say they all just start attacking the New Day and then, like, all of the face tag teams come out and save them. Okay. Um, And we get, like... And we can have, like, one big match before uh, Backlash. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're... And then that... All that leads into a big old schmoz fest of a tag match? Yeah. Of some sort. But I was also thinking just like sorry, I'm like that was I don't know if that's too much now. I'm trying I'm like thinking. Ooh, ooh, Mikey. Mikey is Mikey is stepping aside wondering if this is too much. I'm doubting I'm starting to doubt myself. Like I thought about it and I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds awesome. But now that I'm saying it, I'm like, wow, that was like a lot. <laughs> 
Well, it is all up to you, my friend. Do we want to cut to commercial and come back and figure out the rest of your pitch? See if you need to call an audible already? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's cut to commercial. When we come back, we'll hear more of Mikey's pitch. He needs to regroup, refigure it all out, maybe call some audibles. Maybe the Ascension's winning this tag team tournament all of a sudden. Who knows what the heck's going to happen. Uh, when we come back, we'll hear that. We'll hear my women's division pitch, and we'll book the rest of our card. We'll be right back. And we are back. Mikey put his hand to the desk and said, yup, I got it. I have no idea what he's going to do. I am terrified is what he's doing in his tag team division. Uh, well, not like bad terrified, unless they use my veto. Ooh. Uh, Mikey, what is happening? Tag team division. Last we left off, New Day beat the Ascension, and the heels were surrounding the ring, and we had a big, big, big brawl. What's happening now? Cut the break brawl. I have a better idea. Okay. No more tag teams surrounding the ring. Okay, this is, see this ya, is, boys. This is New Day versus Ascension. And during and I'm thinking it's Kofi and Biggie in the match. Okay, so we got Kofi we got uh Kofi in the match, we got Biggie in the match, and we got Xavier on the outside. And I think during the match, the revival come out of the crowd and attack Xavier Woods. Okay. They attack Xavier Woods, throw him through, throw him over the announce table, whatever. You know, throw him into the stairs, blah, 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 whatever they want to do. And New get uh, Kofi, who is in the ring, gets a little bit distracted by all of this, clearly. Uh, and the Ascension go for a roll-up. But Kofi is a veteran, so when he rolls for the, when they, when he does the roll-up, Kofi keeps rolling, gets up, hits him with the trouble in paradise, gets the pin, and then New Day go after Revival, who try to run away. Who run away, I guess. Okay. During the match, the Revival attack Xavier Woods. It causes a minimum distraction to Kofi Kingston, who goes, who gets rolled up by Ascension by, let's say, Victor. Um... But uh, Kofi Kingston, being the veteran that he is, gets out of the roll-up, hits the trouble in paradise, picks up the victory, and they shoo the revival away. Is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that is that it? What else are we doing? Anything else in the tag team division this week? Um, I think that's it for now. Just to build a little hype toward their match. Okay. Who pins whom? Kofi pins whom? Kofi pins Victor. Okay. And that is it for this week's tag team corner. Mikey, I okay. will not be using my veto. Good. Awesome. I, I like it. I like it. Um, I think the New Day and the Revival is the big money match. I think it is sort of like a uh, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins match-esque sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, that was the only interactions we had of New Day and the Revival before was, I believe, the Revival coming out 
and then breaking Kofi's ankle and then hurt breaking their jaw. And I think that's it. Like Revival's debut, I think, is the only interaction with the New Day they've had. Mm-hmm. And it's a big money matchup that I would love to see. So I think it was the good decision here. If I could give one tweak, it would be the fact that the Revival break Xavier Woods' hand. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So that uh, Xavier Woods can't wrestle uh, because, I mean, I'm saying kayfabe break his hand, of course. Yeah, I mean, okay. They take, like, know, how about, okay, how about they take, they, like, take his arm no, because I don't want I mean, it to be. Hey, too, I don't hey, want hey, it to be. Mikey, you've already you've already locked in, my dude. You can't change anything anymore. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how they break his hand. Well, K-Fade. I'm saying I'm saying you can't do any of my tweaks because I didn't use my veto. All right, fine, whatever, Ryan. You're locked in, buddy. You can only you can only hear the juicy goss coming from my lips. I don't like that sentence. Yeah, how do they break his hand, Ryan? Uh, I was gonna say like they stomp his hand onto the cage not cage what is it steps or use the step hit his hit a chair over his hand on the steps i don't know you know kayfabe break his hand xavier woods can't play video games that seems like a lot for them to be able to do while the new day is right there while the rest of new day is right there yeah that's fair that's fair and true so maybe it wasn't a good pitch but i I think something like i think something like that like a kayfabe injury sort of aspect um could have been interesting maybe um as like if talking about um you know making some sort of like um extra oomph onto it but besides that i do just on plain levels i do like new day versus the revival and i'm excited to see their match uh or book their match i should say at backlash i am i am too i think that's what's going to be a tough one for you we didn't talk about this mikey but uh when it comes to pay-per-views and come to these things are we dual deciding or are you still handling the tag team division i think we could dual decide on pay-per-views okay i I can stick with that i can stick with that i think it'd be better to have both of our inputs during a pay-per-view okay uh where would like this placement on this match um that is a good question Mm -hmm. number one number two number three number four or number five uh let's do number three who you want to go for the tag team spot yeah middle of the show the tag team division the tag team division right in the middle of the show okay let us book another matchup here mikey um what are we thinking what are we thinking about putting here uh let's talk about maybe an interaction between andrade and the new number one contender apollo cruz okay I'm thinking a mixed tag match. A mixed tag match? Yes. Andrade and Zelina Vega versus Apollo Crews and Carmella. I love it, Maggle. I also love it, Maggle. Uh, where do you want to place this? I'm thinking match two, maybe. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Um, okay, so Andrade and Zelina Vega versus Apollo Crews. And Carmella. Cruz and Carmella. Uh, A mixed tag match, I think, you know, give it a little bit of oomph and, you know, have Apollo and Andrade mix it up a little bit. Uh, The questions I have for you, Mikey, are as follows. Is Pete Dunne involved in this in any capacity? He gives a bitter end to Carmella. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
Okay, bold, bold decision. No, I don't know. Um, what if he's on commentary? That's interesting. <laughs> They're just like, so Pete, you're still salty. You lost that opportunity at the title. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he says <laughs> for the rest of the time. He doesn't talk. <laughs> I would love that, honestly. Um, yeah, I like I like Pete Dunn on commentary. Okay, Pete Dunn on commentary. We get some, you know, um. The interactions between him and Andrade, mm-hmm. I think, could be interesting. Um, picks on victory. Um, I think Carm. Mm, I don't know. Who do you think wins here? Who won last week? Apollo. Uh, well, yeah, Apollo won his number one contenders match via Pete Dunn hitting the bitter end on both him and Rusev and Carmella pulling. Cruz on to Rusev to get the victory. I think that Zelina and Andrade get the upper hand here then and win. Okay, you think Andrade and Zelina? The who... heels stand tall. Okay. Uh, who pins whom in that situation? Do we go with the straight up opposite of what happened last week and just have Andrade pin uh, Cruz, or do we get the women involved in the, the decision? Andrade pinning Cruz is very interesting going into a backlash. I don't think that's what we should do. So you want Zelina to pin Carmella? Well, that's where I give you my opposite pitch, Mikey, my opposing pitch. Okay. Apollo Cruz and Carmella get the victory. Carmella pins Zelina Vega. Interesting. Uh, my reasons for this as follows. Carmella is obviously has been helping Apollo Crews gain some momentum in this Intercontinental title picture. So her getting the victory uh, and Apollo Crews and the record books getting a victory seems interesting to me. Um, and also a little more momentum, I guess, for Apollo Crews and Carmella. Maybe Pete Dunne caused a distraction, so Andrade loses. Okay. To keep that feud going. That like and that aspect of the feud going, I like that. Do we want to do that? Carmella pins Lena Vega after Pete Dunn distracts Andrade. Yes. Okay. Okay, Carmella pins Vega. Um, I guess during the match. During the match, uh, Dunn distracts. Or does he distract or does he attack Andrade during the match? Um, We should probably do distracts because that would be way too close to the New Day revival bit. Yeah. All right, done distracts. Um, Okay, and Apollo Crews and Carmella get the victory. Woo! Woo-hoo, indeed. Um, Let's look at another thing. Let's look at the... Um, let's book another thing in terms of Velveteen Dream and Ricochet. Uh, I would beg to guess that um, uh, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet is going to be a match at Backlash, Mikey. I agree. So what do we do in this show to solidify that match? Um, uh... Yes, yeah, the big question. How about, can I give you this pitch? Okay. Um, Velveteen Dream has a match tonight. Velveteen Dream has a match tonight. I like that. Yes, I because like that we a saw lot. Ricochet last week. Okay, so Velveteen Dream. De- is it his debut match? 
It would be his debut match. Let's get yeah, let's do it. Okay, Velveteen Dream versus whom? Hmm. I got I got one pick. I got one pick. One pick and one pick only. One pick, one pick only. I got it in my mind's noodle. Your mind's noodle? Mm-hmm. It's sitting. Who there. do you Who do you got? I want you to to. I'm gonna th- say the name telepathically through the radio waves. Okay. And I want you to guess. I'm just gonna okay. repeat the name over and over again. I want you to guess. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Trying to receive the message. Receiving the message. Receiving the message. I think you're I think you're trying to telepathically tell me. Oh, I'm gonna get it so wrong and I'm gonna look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think there's one of two people here. Mikey, I'm only saying one name. What am I say- what am I saying? Think. Think, Mikey. Think like Ryan Knightsey. Uh, are you saying Jeff Hardy? Correct answer. Aha! <laughs> it was between that and Rusev. Wasn't sure which. Velveteen Dream versus Jeff Hardy. I love it. That honestly dream matchup for me. Pretty good. That's a very good match. Okay, Velveteen Dream versus Jeff Hardy. Who picks up the victory here? Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream picks up the victory here. Uh, what happens post match? Because uh... you know something's going to happen post match. Ricochet. What about uh, they're arguing again at the ramp, but then Dream throws a punch, and then we get some brawlage. Get some brawlage. Okay. Ricochet runs, does a, like a jumping shooting star f- press. He throws he throws Velveteen Dream off the little like ramp thing, you know? Okay, yeah. And then runs off the ramp. Runs off the, not the ramp, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the stage. Okay. Runs off the stage, does a backflip shooting star press, and hits Velveteen Dream, who's standing. I like it. Okay. Dream. I like it a lot. Dream Ricochet argue again. I think I like. I think I like Dream leaving, and like posing on the stage, like doing his like putting the hands up, like you know how Dream does. Yes. And then while he's doing that, Ricochet comes out like slow clapping. And then when Dream turns around, he sees Ricochet there. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of like goes, to, he like shoves him a little bit out of the way. And then Ricochet like attacks him, I guess. Okay. They brawl, then all the, yada, yada, yada happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fight, yada, yada, yada. The whole thing happens. And we get that match confirmed for Backlash. Yes. Okay. Okay, then. Okay, then. Then I guess it's time for my pitch, Mikey. Yep. And this is going to be an interesting pitch. An interesting pitch? Yes. To say the least, this is going to be an interesting one. Oh, boy. I am not sure about that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm going to get this pitch through. Okay. Knowing how many matches we have left and everything. Sounds like a wild one. Okay, Mikey, here we go. Here's my women's division pitch. Okay. 
Uh, like we announced last week, the number one contenders match for the Women's Tag Team Championship, the Iconics versus the Genetic Goddesses. That being yep. Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Uh, and we're going to have the Empresses of the Night on commentary. Ooh, okay. Yeah, they're going to be sitting there. We got Asuka, we got Ember Moon. They're sitting, they're chilling. They're hanging out with Tom Phillips. Nice. As all the big celebrities do. <laughs> Um, and the winners are going to be the genetic goddesses. Bliss pins K. Okay. Um, and the match at Backlash will then be Empresses of the Night, Asuka and Ember Moon versus the genetic goddesses, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. Okay. Uh, next, we're going to have another match. All right. Handicap match, to be exact. Tamina, handicap match. Tamina and Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler. Interesting. It's going to be a longer match than their previous two other outings, I guess. Uh, also, Brooke, will it be a double squash? Yeah, Brooke and Tamina will get some offense in, but Shayna submits both Dana or Shayna wins by submitting Dana Brooke. Okay, I like it. Shayna Baszler looking dominant. Yep. Uh, and then finally, we got a backstage interview with Naomi. Uh, there, she has asked that many people are speculating whether or not Naomi is capable of beating this new form of Charlotte Flair. Naomi uh, offended, <laughs> <laughs> offended really, uh, responds saying that uh, she one off. She has no idea who's saying this because people forget that she is a former SmackDown Live Women's Champion. And she doesn't care about legacy or this generation bullcrap about Charlotte Flair, but that she is going to not only win the SmackDown Live women's division, but she's become the new face of the SmackDown Live women's division. Okay. And that's it. Just a a clear babyface promo by Naomi heading into her title match against Charlotte Flair Backlash. I like it. And that's my pitch. Those three things are my pitch. I like it. I think uh, they are very bold. But I also think they're very exciting. Wait, are you telling me you're not going to use your veto? Are you telling me I got this through? Yeah, I think you got this one. It was a lot. Like I said, it was a lot, and there was a lot going on. But it's a lot of exciting stuff going on. Like, I like a Naomi promo going into Backlash. Um, I like Shayna Baszler winning the handicap match. I think that puts her over a lot. Mm-hmm. Um... And I like and I like the uh, the genetic goddesses getting a win. Ooh! Despite not back. liking the formation of their tag team, you like them getting the victory. Well, if we're gonna bring them back, we might as well make them look good, <laughs> and at least make him make them more heelish by ruining the iconic's dream. Exactly. Ooh, the iconic's and Velveteen dream. <laughs> I love that actually. <laughs> Holy crap, that is a pairing I've never thought about in the history of my life. But oh my god, do I want to see that. I love that. I, I love that idea. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, okay, then let me hear those words, Mikey. Let me hear those beautiful words. I am not using my veto. Ha-ha! Ryan wins! Ryan wins. Just like Shayna Baszler. So you the hardest part... So there's many reasons why I thought that wasn't going to go through, Mikey. One is that you didn't really like the genetic goddesses last week. So I was worried you didn't like that them winning. Uh, mm-hmm. The handicap match I was also worried about. 
Um, and then I threw in the Naomi promo to hopefully get that all through is by having a nice old Naomi promo. I like it. That's right. I use Naomi to my advantage. <laughs> um, but the other hard part that I'm not sure if you realize or not is that by having those two matches happen, Mikey, is that now we have used all five of our matches. I think that's fine. Um, Ooh, thank God. <laughs> I think that's okay. Uh, I think we could do the rest of the builds in promos. Okay. Okay. I'm so, I can, I literally, I was talking to my girlfriend during lunch today, talking to her about what my pitches were. And I was like, I do not think Mikey is going to allow me to do this. I'm, I'm okay with it. Oh my God. I'm so happy. Um, uh, that, that does, does leave a little bit of situation here. Um, the order of what's going to happen. Um, who, where do you think, I think our match order is going to have to all move around. Maybe we'll just leave it here, then mix it up later. Um, mm-hmm. if you're okay with that, I guess. Okay. Uh, because I, I'm not sure if we should have two women's matches back to back at the, at the final there. Um, but, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, so I just got to write all those things out, Mikey, uh, and put them in our card, but we have, well, how many things left? We have three segments left to book. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but we have, uh, one more match left to book as well for backlash or well, maybe one last, one last match. Um, okay. We can book one more match, or we don't have to. That is our choice and right. Who would that last match be if we did book it? I don't know. Uh, keep in mind, we also have a pre-show match, and one of the matches we have so far needs to be a pre-show match. Then I think we're good on matches because I think all of these are good. You're you're looking at all of these and telling me that what. Mikey, look at our card right now. I'm gonna run down a card and you... I don't. Yeah, listen. We okay. I think this is a good main card. We we do need a pre-show match then. Because I've got we got a card so far: WWE Championship, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, IC Title, Paula Cruz, Andrade, Women's Championship, Naomi, Charlotte Flair, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, The New Day versus The Revival, Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet, Empress of the Night versus the Genetic Goddesses. Do you know what could be a funny pre-show? Um. Slater and Rhino versus Hornswoggle. Miz versus Braun Strowman. Ooh. Honestly, if any of them are pre-shows, honestly, I would... It's interesting. Because for me, that becomes the question, is that more of a main card or more of a pre-show match compared to Dream and Ricochet? I think that's more of a pre-show thing because the build hasn't been as serious towards it mm-hmm. but that's you know? very interesting that we're then putting Braun and the Miz in the pre-show over Dream and Ricochet that's very interesting I just want to point that out I know I completely agree with you but I just love the fact that it's like in we're pushing stars here yeah, dude. Unlike the main show, push I'm, the future. Yeah, we're we're not doing wild card shenanigans here. We're gonna build stars. Let's get Velveteen Dream and Ricochet in a massive, hateful feud or whatever, and get them the main card show that they deserve. That's what mm-hmm. I like about it, my dude. That's what I like about it. 
Okay, so we then have to figure out the segments in terms of Miz and Braun Strowman. Um, probably something of Balor and McIntyre again. I guess that might be it. And that leaves us one more segment left over. What are you thinking? What, what are you thinking in terms of these situations, I guess? Let's look at uh, McIntyre and Balor. Let's focus in our mind's eye on those two. <laughs> we left off of the new stipulation of McIntyre. McIntyre wins, the demon is dead. That is the stipulation. If Balor wins, McIntyre can never challenge for the WWE Championship yet again. Um, mm-hmm. What do you? What? What's? What is there? What is there that can be used and talked about and summarized? I guess in a backstage segment of some sort. I think we could have maybe maybe Drew McIntyre's in the back, like training. Okay. And someone tries to like catch him up for an interview. Okay. And then and then Finn Balor attacks him. Whoa. Finn Balor's going on the hunt. Yeah, I think Finn Balor tries to get the upper hand on Drew McIntyre here. Finn Balor back or Drew McIntyre's backstage interview. Try to weak try to weaken him down a little bit before backlash. Is Drew McIntyre's backstage interview is interrupted by Finn Balor. Question, Mikey. Is this the man or the demon? Ooh, that is a very good question. I think that is a that is that is a that is a question. That is the question of the day. That's a very big question. I think it'd be really cool if it was the demon. But part of me also wants to save the demon. Hmm. You know what? Let's do it. It's the demon. It's the demon is interrupted by the demon, Finn Balor. Uh, and the two brawl. Who stands tall? Or are they then pulled apart? I like them being pulled apart. Uh, okay. They get pulled apart. Okay. And that is that is a segment down. Um, let's then talk about Miz Braun Strowman. Their match not yet made official for Backlash for the kickoff show. Um, what is the match here? What is what is the segment? Hmm. What is the seg? What announces this match? Do we think it's Miz again? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I'll stop you there. I do. <laughs> Do we think it's Miz trying to get Braun on his side again? And Braun just shuts it down and I don't know, I feel like he asked he like Maybe Miz tries to keep telling Braun that like, hey Braun, you know I should be your coach because I'm better and Braun's like, Oh, if you think you're better, you wanna prove it. You know, do they have a match on the kickoff show? And if the Miz wins, the Braun becomes Miz's protege. No, no, I think it's just like I think Braun just kind of gets annoyed at Miz constantly saying that, like, oh, I'm better than you and you should be my protege. And Braun's like, and Braun's just like, well, why don't you put your money where your mouth is then, huh? Let's fight at Backlash. So, Braun, so the Miz goes up 
goes up to Braun Strowman once more. More to convince him to be his protege. To be his protege. Braun not only denies him, right? Mm -hmm. But says that he is tired of listening to the miss yeah and he talked to Paige, and she said that that braun can shut up the miss for good at braun can shut the yeah i like that braun could shut the miss up for good at backlash uh uh so how do you like them apples coach what if Miz just has an apple and he's like how do you like them apples and smashes an apple in his hand takes it and crushes it in his hand <laughs> just like everything else Braun does everything else Braun puts in his hand oh the Miz walked up to Braun Strowman offering him an apple and and part of the thing is that like look he's I'm already trying to help you see apple day doctor goes away <laughs> trying to keep you healthy Trying to keep you healthy. If we're if we're gonna be a good team, you need to stay healthy. I love that. I love we're we're very much starting to teeter into comedy, but I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. God, Braun is such a good comedic character. Like, how can you not make him? That's comedic? what I'm saying. It's hard to make him. It's hard to not write him comedically because he's such a good comedic character, and he's just funny. Like, he's just a funny guy. <laughs> And then he picks up the apple and crushes it and says, how is that, coach? <laughs> oh, I love it. Man. But I like to imagine he crushes it over the Miz's head. He just smashes it and Miz just goes down. Oh, my God. Oh, my see, God. And so he's funny. on the floor and he's like, see you at Backlash. See you at Backlash. That's funny, dude. I don't, dude. Miz and Braun Strowman is the funniest feud I think we've ever made, ever booked. Oh man, that's so. That's such a funny. <laughs> There's such. God, the Miz is also such a good comedic character as well. God, so good, so good. Okay, well then we got one more segment left to make. Uh, is there anyone we're forgetting? We got Brian, we got Realman, we got New Day Revival, we got Dream Ricochet, we got Women's Tag, we got Miz Braun, we got WWE Championship, we got Icy Title. Is there anything else? There's nothing new we should make, right? I don't think so. I think we're good. So, well, we got to put another segment in. That's the problem. Maybe it's just like... Maybe Roman's response? Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, Roman, what do you think about what Daniel Bryan said before? Okay. So backstage interview uh, with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. What does he say? Uh, they walk up to like Roman. What do you think about Daniel Bryan's explanation earlier? Maybe he's mad because he said he's not like a like a wrestler. You know, he's like not like a fighter. And Roman's like, I fight. I've been fighting all my life, or something like that. Um, I'm fighting all my, I've been, yeah. Ooh, I've been fighting all my life. Uh, cancer is no joke. And the fact that he's treating it like a joke is appalling to me. Uh, I've been fighting at this, you know, sort of all my life. And, you know, 
as as sad it was for to see Daniel Bryan retire all those years ago, like. And I worked just as hard as he did to get to get back in WWE. If he has a problem with me, then he should settle it like a man, not not um, attack me um, like a wuss. I don't know. Not he should he should see we should settle it man to man instead of him instead of hiding behind a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll so I'll see him at Backlash, and I'll and I'll let him know how much of a sports entertainer I truly am. I don't know. So I like that he's like he's like I'll show him, and I'll show him how much of a sports entertainer I really am. Ooh, and he gets pulls up his coat fingers. Yeah. Ooh, I, I'm there. We go and a quick, easy Roman Reigns promo. I like that. Okay, cool. I love that a lot. Um, okay, so let's let's reorder this card a little bit, Mikey, because it's a little wonky. We open up currently it's sitting at open up with the heel promo by Daniel Bryan. Then we got a Dream Jeff Hardy match. Then we got the backstage interview brawl with Demon Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre. Then we got the mixed tag match of Andrade and Vega versus Cruz and Carmella. Then we got the Naomi interview. Then we got New Day Ascension. Then we got Miz and Braun Strowman. Then we got Baszler versus Tamina and Brooke. Then the Roman Reigns interview. Then the Iconics and Goddesses. It's a little wonky. I feel like we need to put this in order, some sort of order. Okay, how are we thinking about ordering this? Um, I'm thinking Dan Bryan opened the show easily. Okay. I think... Yeah. That that stays. What do you think is the main event? I'm not, is it the Iconics Genetic Goddesses, or is it New Day Ascension? Or is it Andrade and Cruz? Um... Those are my three picks, I guess. I think I like Andrade Cruz. Andrade Cruz as the main event. Okay. Let me just move that around. All right. Then um, I also want to move. Oh, man. I want to move. I want to swap McIntyre backstage thing. With the Miz, okay. And actually, I think we should put. I take that back as well. I think we should put Roman's backstage interview with swap that with McIntyre. So McIntyre's and Demon Balor's is real late in the show. All right. How does this look to you? I mean, you're you're looking at this bad boy. How does this look card look to you? I'll read it out in a I- second. I think it looks like it makes way more sense. Okay, so we're looking at the Daniel Bryan opening up SmackDown Live heel promo. We got the Velveteen Dream versus Jeff Hardy matchup. We got Miz and Braun Strowman backstage segment. Then we got Genetic Goddesses versus the Iconics. Then we got the Naomi backstage interview. Then we got New Day versus the Ascension. Then we have the backstage interview with Roman Reigns. Then Shayna Baszler versus Tamina and Dana Brooke. Then Drew McIntyre and Demon Finn Balor's brawl backstage. And then closing out the show in our main event, Andrade and Vega versus Cruz and Carmella. How are we feeling about that card? I like it. Yeah, I think that's the order. I think that's the order. Yeah, I think I think that's the winner. You're right. I like I like that order a lot. Cool. And we and we got that backlash card. Um, let's let's just talk, going down the line of backlash pay per view real quick. We got the Miz versus Braun Strowman, the Empresses of the Night versus the Genetic Goddesses for the Women's Tag Team Championship, 
Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. The New Day versus The Revival for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Charlotte Flair versus Naomi for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Andrade versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. And then finally, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. If McIntyre wins, the Demon is dead. I love it, Maggle. Man, dude, that card, that is a solid backlash card. I agree. And I'm so glad it's actually happening in real life, uh, in our show, <laughs> that is real life. Yeah. Unlike some sort of stupid Saudi show. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, Anyways, weird. Anyways, uh, let's, let's end the show then on our favorite segment. Now, now yeah, about Saudi Arabia, let's talk about things that actually make us cry with both tears of joy and tears of sorrow. Yeah, we got... The randomizer coming up. The randomizer is a way for us to replicate the anything can happen mentality of WWE. And we all know anything can happen in WWE. Mikey, it is my turn to hit the randomizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaving you with the randomizer at the pay-per-view. Hooray. Everyone's favorite uh, part of the show. Everyone's favorite. My favorite thing is when you get the pay-per-view <laughs> randomizers because the stress is all too real when that happens. The stress is so real. Who? Okay. Uh, we got a pick. We got the randomizer has chosen. All right. What do we got? I am slightly upset about it. Uh-oh. Cut a match. Oh, no. Someone went over their match length, so now you have to cut a match to hit the two-hour mark. Yikes. That means we either have to cut Dream versus Hardy, Genetic Goddesses versus the Iconics, New Day versus the Ascension, Baszler versus Tamita and Brooke, or Andrade and Vega versus Cruz and Carmella. Uh, This is a tough one. I'll be honest, Mikey. There's only one that makes sense to me. Which is? Baszler versus Tamina and Brooke. Yeah. It's, there's, I, hate, I hate to say it. I hate, yeah. As much as I would love to have that match there, maybe we can have it again later. I don't know. Maybe after Backlash. Yeah, it's. this seems like the match with the lowest stakes, I guess. The lowest stakes. They don't have anything happening at Backlash. Um, mm-hmm. If we didn't have Miz Strowman, that could have been the pre-show match. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's you know that's there's nothing happening. They're not building towards a match at Backlash. Everything else, like the women's tag match or the men's tag match, are vitally important. Yeah, and I don't think we cut Dream Hardy, and I don't think we cut the mixed tag. I agree with you. Damn. Oh, one has bitten the dust. I am so <laughs> I'm so upset that that got away, but um alas, sweet prince, um that match is no more. The randomizer has spoken. Doop boop ba doo. <laughs> okay, uh that is it. God dang, randomizer, you're killing me here. <laughs> Um, that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. I want to thank everyone, every single person listening and subscribing to Hit the Books on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, are we on SoundCloud? I don't know. Uh, iTunes, Podbean, all those places. Um, and thank you, every single person, 
uh, for listening and subscribing to Hit the Books. Mikey, where can people find us? Well, people can find us on our Twitter at Hit the Books Pod, where we tweet SmackDown Live as much as we can almost every week. Yeah, we haven't and, done it in the past few weeks, and that is on us completely. Mikey and I have hey gotten man, really busy on Tuesdays say, specifically. Life- Life is busy, especially on the day we needed to be the least busy. Yeah, I just moved <laughs> to a whole nother state. So my life is not in shambles, but like, you know, like when you're spinning plates. It's a lot right now. It's a lot. So we'll, we'll get it together. We'll get our act together. We'll be back. Don't do not worry. We'll be back live tweeting your smack, Smackdown live. Your Smackdowns. Your, your Smackdowns. Yo, yo. <laughs> We're all. Like we'll, we'll be. We'll be tweeting. We'll, we'll be doing I'll the be, Twitter on your SmackDown. We'll be twittering, twittering about this, that Fortnite and the Fortnite and the Fort Down SmackDown WWF and the WWF. Back in my day, you got to walk five million miles in the snow just to get to watch a SmackDown. Back in my day, King Kong Bundy and was beating Hulk Hogan. That who? Last I heard, he's a racist. <laughs> right we don't talk about that guy anymore oh man but king king kong monday we always talk about you king kong <laughs> is there a picture out there i assume there has to be a picture out there of king kong bundy at, as king kong on the empire state building oh there has to be right there has to be right like i like there, like I, I like know. if that doesn't exist i am so upset of wwe's wrestling artist community also on our twitter we have our excitometer and our booking polls that you can vote in every week uh, before the show comes out and after the show comes out tell us how excited you are for a match tell us how well we booked it we need we love your feedback we love hearing what you guys think we love when people vote in those polls it really helps us book and it really helps move the show along oh yeah cannot Cannot agree with you more, Mikey. Uh, we also have our YouTube channel where we post all of our uh, pay-per-view reviews. Ooh, 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 ooh. Pay- hey, I said pay-per-view reviews. Nice, very good. Thank you, sir. I didn't, I didn't steal their name this time. Still got to think of a new name. <laughs> where we post all of our reviews and we uh, we review takeovers and our any main card pay-per-view that happens, and we post it on our YouTube channel. Which is hit the books podcast. Uh, hit us with that subscribe and those likes and those comments. Uh, YouTube algorithm. Uh, that is all for this <laughs> week's episode of Hit the Books, Mikey. Uh, this Sunday will be our backlash pay per view special. You've already heard the card already, so why don't you stay subscribed and get ready for that pay per view this Sunday on Backlash? It is free for new subscribers. Yeah, free for new subscribers and old subscribers and all of the subscribers. And stay. I want to I double down on following us on Twitter and leaving a review on iTunes for us. Why not? I want to repeat that. I just want to repeat those things because we're, we're planning. Mikey and I are talking. We're planning some things in the background. So go please follow. Go please tell people about our show. So get more listeners, get more people involved, and get more people part of the Hit the Books community because I, I think fantasy vote booking is very exciting, and we're hoping to really expand that in the future. So please follow us on Twitter if you are not, and leave a review on iTunes so that more people can find your favorite show. Mikey, I am Ryan. I I am Ryan. I'm also Mikey. That's right. I've been puppeteering two voices this entire time. 
so, Mikey, without further ado, I would like to leave us and say, we've got two words for you. Book it.